On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, see you later. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. We are joined today by two ladies from the band Soraya. We got Zuzu and Brianna. Hello, ladies. Hello. And we have the very talented, fantastic, weird wolf, Ava Gore. What's up, Ava? Not much. And Sam is in the background tonight. Hello. Doing all of our video stuff for us and, and all kinds of things. Sam does all kinds of stuff for us, so we don't thank him enough. So thank you, Sam, for that. All right, Soraya, I got a question. How long has the band been around? I went. Now, I I do got to say congratulations to your uh, your website that is actually updated, unlike a lot of bands today. <laughs> but I could not find that information about when you guys started. Uh, well, um, I started singing back in 2002, and then uh, the initial incarnation of the band started many years ago, but I'd say what we are today is about four years, four and a half years. So, um, but, but, you know, I'd say since 2010, 2009, 2010, we've been an active band, but the members have changed. The one guy stayed with me the whole time, so my co-writer has always been with me. So, um, but I'd say, I'd definitely say about 2006. 14, 2016. I saw on the website it said the rebirth. Did the band take a hiatus for a little bit and kind of come back? Or is that just talking about your style of music in general? I think um, we just constantly are always changing. So, I mean, just as people, <laughs> as musicians, like, you know what I mean? The song is pretty much the same. It's rock. But, but, um, but like, the rebirth, I think it's just the idea of, like, you're always kind of becoming something else. For me in particular, it's like... I definitely feel that way. Okay. And Zuzu, you are the singer for Soraya. Yes. Yep. Does anyone, does anyone like, is there a specific time where somebody screwed up the band name, like during an interview? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> My whole goal is to get so big that people, everybody says the name correctly. Like internet. <laughs> that's how big we want to be. So, um, but yeah, I've heard like Sororia, Serena, uh, psoriasis, ha ha ha. I get that a lot. And I'm like, yeah, that's I've only heard it 30,000 times. So like, the first time, you know, but, but you know, I just, it, it's, it's, it's different enough, but you nailed it. Yeah. I, you know, when I saw the, I don't know, Ava, when you saw the interview tonight, did you say Soraya or did you think, and don't lie about it. Oh, no, I definitely said Soraya. Uh, I, I can't see it as anything else. <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> yeah, you, guys, 
you, you, have some, you have some big shows coming up. I looked, uh, looks like you guys are going to Europe. Is that right? Uh, yes, we didn't. We actually just rescheduled. It was supposed to, it was rescheduled. <laughs> this is the third or fourth time <laughs> rescheduled because it originally was for last uh, April or yeah. June. It was for June. And then they changed it to October of 2020. And then we changed it to April of 2020. So this is the fourth time. We just changed it to October again. So it looks like we're going in the fall to Sweden. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <who's-> <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, going to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ava goes to Europe all the time, right? Uh, I was born in England. So. Oh yeah, that's right. You were born. You were born there. That's awesome. Did you Did you grow up there? Sorry, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, I moved when I was five, so I don't really have an English accent. <laughs> Could have fooled me. Just <laughs> so during during COVID, uh, you guys were able to come out with this new song. Uh, t- tight lips, tight lips, tight lips, mm-hmm. tight lips. And were you guys able to, I guess you, the band was able to write this song during shutdown, right? We actually wrote it last January, 2020. Oh. Um, because we had a, a record coming out uh, March 13th of that year and we always are behind. So we're like, we're going to make the single now. <laughs> and we wrote the single then. And then we were already on tour when COVID hit and we came home. We're like, well, let's demo that single and see if the label wants to, you know, release it. And then, you know, everything was shut down. So we couldn't get in the studio till September, but yeah, we had actually written this before, but we've written almost a whole album of songs that I'm happy with. We've written a lot, but like we're, we're almost done an album now too. What? Go ahead, Ava. Uh, I was just going to ask um, what tight lipped is about. Uh, it's a pretty awesome song. And, uh, I love the lyrics. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Seems like you're. Yeah, uh, the definitely the lyrics came from. I was sitting here, and a lot of times when I start writing, I just have to read a lot. And I've never been a big Shakespeare fan, but I kept hearing the name Ophelia, so I finally looked it up, and I was reading some Hamlet stuff, and I'm like, she drowned herself at the end. <laughs> That is not okay with me. So <laughs> I, I just use that theme of this ever evolving character um, and related it to a personal story that I'd gone through, which was always kind of being politely saying no, or yeah, that's good enough. And like kind of this feeling that you should be grateful for what you get. I grew up with that a lot. And um, I've asked for less than what I've wanted for that. Cause I thought wanting too much is looked at as ugly sometimes too. And it's kind of just the transformation of being like, I want what I want. And that's, that's okay. Like, you know, and, and starting to open my mouth. So I use this character of Ophelia who had this tragic, like killed herself at the end, drowned herself at the end of this Shakespearean play because this guy didn't went crazy. And so I was like, okay, my life isn't dependent on other people. And so I took it as a theme for like, just rebirthing yourself like all the time, like growing and learning to say no or learning to say, you know, no, that's cool. Thanks for that. But I want more or I'd rather wait for this kind of thing. So um, they're always autobiographical in some way, but I feel like I try to write stuff that I feel other people can relate to. That's deep. 
That is deep. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> no, so There's I, some intense stuff going on in this person. Trust me. I, I asked the band one time, what's your song about? They're like, smoking weed, man. Some people have deep meetings, you know, and, you know, I can't really, like, as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a songwriter, it always amazes me how people can come up with lyrics Cause I cannot, and I can, I catch myself using a thesaurus on like, every other word. I'm like, what's what another word for this? What's another <laughs> word for that? No, I do the same. I mean, like you, you, sometimes you come up with this great line and then you're like, I don't know what I want to say about that at all, but it's a really cool line. It sings well. And I, I insist on using it. So then I just. I'll sit all of a sudden look up a word that rhymes with it. I'm like, like, and I always figure it out when I'm driving like three days later. And I'm like, that's the line. You know what I mean? A lot of times I get a line from hearing a line wrong in a song. Like I think the last album, probably two or three songs were built around lines that I heard incorrectly in other songs that I was like, that's a great line. That's not what they said. So I'm taking it. You know? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, you, you hear it wrong. And so you use it. That's funny. I, you know what? If I was a songwriter, I'd, like a, a, a lyricist, I'd probably do the same thing. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would absolutely do that. Let's check out. Now, this song is your newest single. That I, now, I could be wrong, but I think I'm right. We'll see. Trivia. When did this song come out? March 13th? Nope. <laughs> oh! That's when, when our album came out, though. For, okay, close enough. Uh, our album came out March 13th of close. last year, but <laughs> this single released January 8th of this year. Oh, so the, so the thing, so the album released March 13th last year. Our last album, yeah. Okay. So the next, we've already got a new single and probably another single later this year, and then a new album next year. Okay, okay. Well, don't, don't, don't be too mad at me. All right. <laughs> Let's That's play it. this. Let's play this song right now. Then we'll talk about. I'll, I like the the music video. We'll talk about the music video right after we play it. Here we go.
We got to give it up to Sharon, who's always commenting on all of our uh, shows and episodes. She's super cool. She's on every time we're live. So shout out to Sharon Will Dollar. She is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> she made us laugh. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so the band is based out of Philly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got. I was like, oh no, I got that wrong again. Oh, I thought I was gonna get two wrong in a row. No, <laughs> we, we currently three of us reside in South Jersey now, but okay. and then one still lives in Philly. And we rehearse in Philly, but we're all from Philly area. Yeah. How did that video take a long time to shoot? Or was it kind of like a one day thing? Two days. That's Two it. Days in California with a, a talented team. And uh, it was only nine of us and it was during COVID. And um, we had to, I had to fly to California and quarantine for three days, then get tested, then do the shoot, then quarantine again, then shoot. Then I came home. So it was oh a lot God. of, it was, it was like, it sounds like a pain in the ass, but it was actually a lot of fun because cool. uh, I didn't have any obligations, for, but I had to be there like five days prior for testing and stuff. Um, so it was a lot of fun. And we did two days uh, to film the narrative part and my part parts in the performance. And then the band we shot in another day back in Philly at the underground arts with a different, uh, a different uh, filmer. So, so who just- who, who decides the location of the shoot? Honestly, we've used the same uh, producer the last three videos, and she finds teams every time. And this team happened to be a really, like, they're usually working all the time, but because of COVID and restrictions. And at the time, there was California wasn't doing too well. So um, they're still not doing too well. So we we got that weekend in that that everybody was free. So. I always leave it up to her. She's just like, we're going to shoot in LA. Like the last three we shot in LA, yeah, right? Stupid. Sorry. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. The last three we did in, in California, most in the LA area. Cause that's where she's located. So. Okay, cool. Uh, when you guys were on tour right before COVID came, where, where were you guys at when you heard hey, the tour stopping and everyone to go home? Like where were you got, where, where was the band at? What was that uh, red? Was it a redwood or was it? Um, it's California. Yeah, we're, we're in California. I'm trying to think of the, the club we were playing. Uh, we were uh, all over California. Yeah, but we, we were played, definitely in California. Yeah, we yeah. played like Los Angeles, and then we went to San Francisco. So we were kind of all over the place in California, Long Beach. Yeah. Um. So two distinct areas, Vegas too. I remember. Oh yeah, we went to Vegas. It hit like I, I knew it was getting kind of scary in Vegas, and we had on the people, way. Remember, because yeah. it was raining. It was like yeah. the only day in the desert it rained. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, a rain. bad omen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It never rains. I'm like, well, it's raining. It's raining. I know. <laughs> yeah, and then like people actually showed up to our show with masks, and we were like, like what's yeah, going but on? they were like on their chin. Yeah, they it was were, like, like drunk and yet. spitting. On <laughs> it was really a bad. I felt like, oh my god, whatever yeah. this thing is that's happening, I'm probably gonna have it because yeah. it was mobbed. It was the 13th of March. It had been. Tuesday, it was a Friday. That past Tuesday is when it was considered a global pandemic. Yeah. And people were like, when are you coming home? When are you coming home? I'm like, we're not coming home. like, what? <laughs> we don't come home. And then we're like, oh my God, we got to go home. Like, <laughs> you're like watching the news like, the, later. like lobby. I'm like, oh my God. Like, this like, isn't funny. Yeah, this we flew to San shit. Francisco that Sunday. So that was what, the 15th? Oh, that's right. San there was Francisco. nobody in the airport. We're like, yeah. what is happening in the world? <laughs> Yeah. It's like popping, like yeah. there's nothing. 
<laughs> Nothing was wrong in Vegas. <laughs> so yeah, sounds crazy. I swear when I swear when COVID was like, I think it's kind of calmed down now, but. My wife would cough or have like itchy eyes. I'd look at her sideways, like, yeah, don't get near me. <laughs> Every time I need to cough, yeah. <laughs> what happened? Every time I need to cough in public, like I have a pain. Oh yeah, <laughs> you get the COVID stare. That's what I have. <laughs> no way. I'm like, yeah. I would sneeze and she'd be like, "You got COVID." I'm like, "It's not part of the thing." <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I think I don't. Yeah, I don't say anyone. I had COVID. I think I did sneeze. Oh. But, but you know what? But I also sneeze, generally speaking, anyways. That's so, right. So, so, I mean. <laughs> you could have, could have been allergies with COVID. Yeah. I think, it, I think it was a mix. Actually, my producer, Sam, that was on, we got COVID at the same time. Uh, here in Oklahoma City, he's a, he came to visit me and he left with COVID. So, oh, <laughs> what a great friend you are. I know. I know right? <laughs> so, What's the what's the biggest? Uh, I guess the band's been to Europe before and, and toured there, right? Yep, one other time. So, what's the longest tour you've ever been on? Two months. And how was that? <laughs> the way <laughs> we anyone, did it was hard. <laughs> for, for anyone thinking about starting a band, they're like 19, 20 years old. Like we want to be rock stars. And you talk about the road. What advice could you give to someone new? That's starting out about what it's like, what life like is out on the road. It's all about the show, like all about the show. And you've got to be in a car a lot. That's the part that kills people. We've lost many guitarists to the car rides. (laughs) They just can't stand being in the car for three and a half hours a day. Like it's hard. Um, But there's been tours where we've moved more. Like, you know what I mean? We've been more movie where it's like, sometimes I try to stay at least once a week. I try to stay put at least at one hotel. So you can put your stuff down for a minute and you're not like, Oh my God, I'm just going. But I, we, when we first started out, we'd sleep on people's floors and stuff and, I will never do that again. I didn't want to do it then, but I did, I did it cause I thought you had to, but, um, and we did have to, but I think, um, if you're not in it for the music, you're, you're eventually not going to do it because it's too hard. It's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of wear and tear on the body. And if you're doing it with people that you don't care about, it's, it's not, it's not, if you're not all there for the music and, and somebody, it's just even one person that's kind of off will throw the whole group off. So is the band, would you say the band, uh, everyone, there's four members to the, to the, to the band, right? There's four. And then, then we have two, two guys that play with us on bigger shows too. So we have six. Okay. Then. Four, okay. Four. Okay. But so the main four of you, are you friends outside of the band as well? Hell no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, we're, we're really good friends. I'm, I'm friends with the, I'm friends with, we're friends. We're all friends. Um, right. We hang out like crazy. Not, I mean, I hang out with her a lot. Travis, I used to hang out with a lot. We still hang out, but Nick, I, I think Nick, we have been our new, newest member. He's our guitar player. Mm. He kind of joined like right around when COVID hit. Yeah. So we like him. But, not, not, not a lot of closeness there, I guess. To hang is yeah. kind of like the, but yeah, I mean, we've been friends since she started. Like we've hung out for year for four years, five years now. And and yeah. Travis, Travis, I know like most of my life. So Travis, I hung out with a lot and then I wouldn't hang out with him at all. You know, yeah. when you've been around the same person a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> I always I always find it interesting when some of these bands that are just professional players, like they're just in the band to be in a band, like they're they're handpicked to be together. Because when they go on tour, they have to all like each other. Like some people don't even know each other. I don't think. Like they're in different states writing music, and then when they tour, they have to be together. Like, what if you just don't like the person? That would suck. Right. Yeah, I think too. It's like it's because I I definitely think if you have rubbing personalities, it sucks. But if you just can be professional and be kind, just be treat others like you want to be treated, you'll be fine. Yeah. But if you have somebody who's who's kind of just a jerk and nasty to people all the time, it it makes it difficult. Which <laughs> so has brianna been in the band since the start of the band no no okay <laughs> so, we're still friends. <laughs> <laughs> so when you a couple years <laughs> so, How long so you- 16 right yes so five yeah. years yeah almost five years may yeah she joined us on our we had opened uh a uh, big radio station around here, MMR. Uh, we'd open MMR BQ and our drummer hurt his hand. So she jumped in and he's like, my hand's going to be not good for a while. And we're like, she wants to be in the band. Let's put her, let's put her in the band. <laughs> I stalk them. She's like, she put that lightly. She wants to be in a band, but I would go see their shows like all the time. I'd be in the front row. There was this one show. I was just like dead in the front and you were just like, Brianna, uh, like again, like, <laughs> I it was like your release show or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I was like, she just said my name. Like I was all like, did rolling did i saw something uh about rolling stones or sirius xm are you guys getting some publicity on some other platforms yeah we were just uh loudwire just asked for my 10 most powerful empowerment <laughs> rock and metal anthems so i did that there's loudwire um, recently we were just in billboard. We debuted the video in billboard and, uh, um, Rolling Stone, uh, there, the senior writer there with David Frick loves our band. Like he heard us on Sirius XM and his wife heard us and she's like, you'll love this band. So I get an email from this guy he says, I'm David Frick from <laughs> Rolling Stone. I've written for them for years. I'm the senior, ed- senior writer there. I love all your music. Can you send me your back catalog? I'm like, come on. <laughs> Who is this? It was that. It was him. So he came to our shows and he ended up doing a write up as one of the best of 2017 uh, highlights. He came to see us in New York City at a club and um, he came that whole year and 18 and 19. I think the last time we saw him was 19, maybe yeah. 20. Yeah, no, because 20 we didn't tour at all. So yeah, or didn't play a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it's just like it's people hear of us through different um, outlets. Sirius XM has definitely been playing us like crazy. Uh, this single just got into rotation on WMMR and WDHA, which are big commercial stations here. And um, what's, what's Sirius XM station? Uh, Channel 21, the underground garage. We're also okay. on uh, the spectrum. And uh, I forget what the other one that David Frick um, is the spectrum, but it's, he's on the spectrum. Oh yeah. yeah. But I mean, there's a one that's in, on demand. Maybe uh, it's just serious on demand is the other. That, that, that's so neat, though, to be played like that and your music. And I would think Ava would agree with me being on here a few, a few episodes now. We have been playing a lot of metal bands, like mm-hmm. heavy metal, like like uh, hardcore kind of. Yeah. It's kind of nice to listen to something different. Uh-huh. And I think your music is it, – it doesn't sound like anybody else. 
Cool. It's good. Yeah, no, yeah, like, that that is good. Yeah, yeah I hate I hate when people want to be like, I want to sound like this. No, you want to sound like yourself, and you guys do, and you and, and the band definitely provides that. Thank you, yeah. thank you for saying Thanks. that. Yeah, it's it's made it like more difficult to get on some of these stations that we've ended up getting on now, but. Uh, I'd rather do that, like what we really are, than try to. Because there are periods where it's like maybe we should be more this or more this, and I was like, that's not what we are. Yeah. So it's not genuine at the end of the day. And and it's like we can write a song, like we co-wrote a song called "Don't Have You." That's very like almost countryish, uh, like Beatles esque. Beatles, yeah. yeah. And, and then cool. we wrote "Tight Lift," and then you know, so it's like, but it all sounds like us. So yeah, I, and I think I don't know, Ava. Do you listen to XM Radio at all? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. So, okay. So, um, <laughs> I, I think, I think the song is still hard enough though to be played like on Octane. Like it's still, it's still a hard heavy riff, right? I mean, I don't know how it'd go over with them, but I, I, I think it's all right. <laughs> You're asking me. I think it's all right. I think Octane would be a good. Uh, I hate to burst your bubble. My opinion's usually not right. But, but, <laughs> That's that, a- He's not joking. He is not joking <laughs> one bit. Hey, Sebastian, I loaded up another song. Uh, Wild oh, Woman is, okay. is right there. I've been trying to get your attention and pointing at it. Uh, you should have texted me. <laughs> well, the phone's way over there. Okay. I want, it's all, so, uh, let's play this song. It, it's, uh, we'll play this song. We'll tell everyone where to find you guys, although we already kind of did that, and then we'll end the show. So yeah. this is Wild Woman. Is that what he said? Wild right. Okay. All right. Here we go.
You got some acting. <laughs> you, got, you got you got some acting skills uh, there, Zuzu. Dude, Thank you. Good, good acting skills. I mean, I was, you convinced me that it was real. <laughs> I like the, I had more of an opportunity with the narrative and the tight lipped one. Because I always love to, I have all this emotion. I always say this, but I can't remember words. I can't even remember the words to our songs. So. And I wrote them. <laughs> I know how to emote. So. They do. <laughs> hey, but do you have any last questions for the, for the band? She always, has, she always has the better questions than I do. <laughs> she does. Great. It was um, fun. Yeah. So. Being uh, women in the music industry, uh, did you find it harder to, like, uh, I guess, become successful like you are today? Or is it the same? <laughs> you can answer that. She's, yeah. You I guess uh, I'll answer that personally and as like a whole because um, I took me, I've been playing drums now. It's close to 20 years total. And it took me about 10 years to find a band in general. Like nobody would take me seriously. I was like trying to audition all the time and people would be like, all right, cool. And like not even call me at all. I'm like, okay. Um, but as a whole too, we get like a different kind of, um, it's weird because certain places won't allow like a, a certain amount of women on their programs. It's like, okay, what does that mean? Like they don't say that to guys, you know what I mean? So right. it's you have like, there's still things we've kept, we've come very far, I feel like, but there are still these things like, oh, she's the best chick singer I've ever heard. It's like, why do you have to say chick, chick singer? singer? Why right. put that chick drummer? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I think, I think definitely when I was starting, there was a lot of female nights and it was based around being a chick, like being a hot woman and not being, whether you were talented or whatever, didn't really matter. And unfortunately that's, I mean, that's kind of the way I hate to say that because I I don't say that the way it should be, but it is a lot of the, if you, it's a very visual medium, like it's just the way it is. But, um, but, you know, I used to hate those things at first. And now I'm kind of like, I look at it differently. I look at it as like an empowering thing. Like, yeah, I'm a female and I'm, I wanted to do this my whole life. Whether I was born as a female or a male, I think I still, I've wanted to be a, in a rock and roll band my whole life. So, I mean, I have a picture of myself singing in second grade. So I never let it stop me, um, though I was treated differently by certain people, definitely by um I'll just say by certain people treated me differently <laughs> right. because I don't want to like kind of specify because that's not right, 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 right. But um, but not taken seriously is a big thing. Um, being like that's cute, but you know, and right. I hate to say that because part of me is so against. Like, who cares? Like to me, I'm like, who gives a fuck? Like, go ahead, say that to me. I'm still gonna get and do what I want. Like, you know, because I'm I'm just like kind of tough like that. And but it's still it's still on days that I don't feel that way. It, it hits, and you're like. Right. Cause you know, why should I want to do that? Or, you know, kind of like, that's crazy. But, um, I just look at it as another thing that, that, that listen, if it's going to help us great, if it's not, I'm not, I don't have time for giving it too much attention because it can affect your psyche. It can affect your own belief in yourself and you can't afford that in anything you do. You know, you can't afford to believe that you don't have as many opportunities as someone else, because even if it might be factual, it's not, it can't be my truth. It can't be. Yeah. You know, I could, I could actually, I'm not going to, but I can go on about that for like 30 minutes. I'm not going to, but I can relate differently from being yeah. a male. But I told you Ava has the good questions. 
I do. We've been on for over 30 minutes. I do. And I'm happy we were able to play your other songs. So two super great songs. If you want people to find your band website, which I know what it is because I have it, but let your fans know, or my fans, I don't know you where to go to find your music, your website, all that good stuff. Yo, we're on TikTok now. I tagged Ava in a TikTok post I made yesterday. Everything is at Soraya Rock. Our handle is always at Soraya Rock. So it's the band name, S-O-R-A-I-A Rocks, R-O-C-K-S, all one word. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all Soraya Rocks. Website. And Soraya.com, so YouTube and stuff. Oh, YouTube is Soraya Rocks. It's Soraya Rocks, yeah. I'm sure I just looked up Soraya Band, <laughs> and I was able to I was able to find your website and everything. Else. Any any last words you want to say before I do my ending? It was a pleasure to talk to you guys. You were refreshing, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, don't, don't go anywhere. Stay. Don't go anywhere just yet. Stay right there. I do want to thank all of our fans who listened to the Loud Spot. Uh, I want to thank the band for being on. Ava for being our Wednesday night's co-host. You're always awesome to have on. And thanks, Sam. Please check us out, www.theloudspot.net. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, go like our Facebook page. We also have a TikTok. I'm in there making stupid videos all the time that don't make any sense. Half of them, half of them don't even do have to do with the loud spot, but I do them, but I do them anyways. So that's all I got. Just subscribe to YouTube. We're trying to grow that. And every Monday we are doing a music. Band video versus band video. We get two bands, put them against each other. We are going to give away prizes to uh, fans who who comment of which video they like. So we're going to do that as well. All right. I think that's it. That's all we got for tonight's episode. Sam, are you ready to play the outro? He said, this is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Does everything that's good really have to end? A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house. The happy family. The money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. 
Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.